This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. You know, even on those days, and everyone has it, everyone has it. Those days where you like drag your feet and you're like, ah, gas spinning. Everyone has it, right? Even if you have literally the best job on earth, which I do. And then you remember... Friday is coming. And the way we've set up our lives, final. Owen, we are clever, eh? We've set up our lives and on a Friday, we get fed. Not only do we get fed, we get fed by the best in the business. <laughs> we get fed in the most creative ways. And we get to talk about this aspect of our lives. And it's quite utilitarian, right? Everyone has to eat. But if you delve into flavor, if you delve into how food is made and the experience behind culinary setups, this is what our food situation is on a Friday on Power Lunch. So at the beginning of the year, I said to Fano, let's go around the world. Let's explore the world through a plate. Mm -hmm. Every culture, every continent, countries have a variety of reasons why they eat the way that they do and they tell stories through food. And today in our intercontinental delicacies from the seven continents part three we're in the americas north and south america the usa of course in north america known for the iconic hamburger loaded with juicy meat patties lettuce tomato and then the mac and cheese which is a classic comfort food we'll move on to mexico and then we'll move on to brazil in south america and a little bit of Argentinian barbecue. And here to present it all to us is Chef P. Madonco, who joins us from Beyond Bread, the founder of a 100% black and female-owned uh, organization in, in really invested in the heart of the hospitality industry. Welcome back, Chef. Thank you. Wow, that intro. It's, Thank you so much. It's so lovely hard to be with you. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you. So what was your first thought when Fano said, we're going around the world on a plate and we'd like you to represent the Americas? Um, my first thought was um, different tastes, different cuisines, um, beautiful food, culture, um, etc. Mm. Yes. Mm. So where would you like to start? The inspiration in North America. Shall we do that? The inspiration in North America, yes. I think it's my love also for wanting to travel there. Yes. Yes, in the U.S. and um, experience their um, culture, their food, um, um, explore actually their, their food industry. Yeah. Yeah, and all of that. So, yeah, I think it's also in their natural beauty that is also available for everyone worldwide. Um to enjoy from the amazing locations there to their TV shows to their food sure. and everything. They really yes. do impact the world's culture in lots Absolutely. of ways. Absolutely. The very famous hamburger. Yes. What makes a great burger? Oh, it's the type of meat yeah. that is made from the patty. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the fattier the patty, the juicier, <laughs> the juicier um, it is. Yeah. Mm. So imagine all the fat that's oozing out that juice. You know, mm. um, half a um, Miriam done, putting it in between bread and 
taking that huge bite Mm. and the juices and the flavor um all in one yeah that's true and and then everything that's in between everything that's in between can i tell you a pickle yes a tomato yes Lettuce, lettuce, you can hold the lettuce because I think it's just there to decorate. I think Does it bring the people, flavor? It, well, not really because it really doesn't have flavor. Thank you for admitting that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's just to make it look pretty. <laughs> and and uh, and then the sauces. The sauces and the yeah. cheese. The cheese, of course. Yes, of it course. Has, it has, has to be like mature, um, old aged cheese. I won't tell you where I went, but uh-huh. it's, an, it's a South African staple. It's not one of the drive-through ones. You have uh-huh. to go in. Okay? okay, it's a South African staple for uh-huh. breakfast. I'm mm-hmm. sure people are picking up what I'm putting from the olden days, right? Mm-hmm. And there's one at the garage just up the road. And so I went in, and it was breakfast time. But I was like, "A cheeseburger, <laughs> it, like, would touch me in a way right. I would just be delighted." Right. And and yes, the cheesiness, the type of meat, the sauce, the sauce, yes, yeah, the yeah. Sauce. And fries, of course. Mm-hmm. Fries go just with it. Just to top it up. Let's talk about mac and cheese. I've just tasted some of this mac and cheese. It is so good. Right. Um, mm. it's, it's, I think it's, it's a traditional meal, also mainly for children. It's mm. mostly enjoyed by children. But, um, and also, I think in the old days, it used to be one of the Sunday meals as well, mm-hmm. incorporated into the Sunday meals. So in every family, if you go back and look, when they grew up, there was always a mac and cheese on the table. This so is American has, culture. This is American culture. Mm. So it grew into um, um, us now, mm. you know, this generation, actually. Fana, please can I have another fork? A uh, dishing fork, if you don't mind, because I've now eaten out of this fork. Yeah. I can't dish it back in. Is there one oh, there? Okay, oh, yes. don't worry. I've got it. I've got it. I've... Uh, all right. Kitchen things. Okay, so that's uh, uh, the USA. Nachos. Yes. Nacho Libre. Talk to me. Nachos. Nachos, good morning. <gasps> um, yes. This is the nachos. The, that's the nachos. Right. The, the Mexican. Yes. Okay. So that was actually goes back, back, back way in the day where it was invented by a Mexican guy for the Americans. Okay. Yeah. So it happened that this guy was a restauranter and on that particular day, his chef was not there um, uh, and his name happened to be Nacho. So, <laughs> his name or the chef's name? No, his name, the owner of the restaurant. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, um, his name was Nacho. So one day when um, his chef was not there, he needed to rustle up a quick snack for a group of the U.S. military wives. So that's where the Nachos came about. And he so made them. Yes, just he put together a quick snack with um, sauces, dips, guacamole, whatever he found mm. that was there on that day, yeah. you know. Um, and he named it after himself. <laughs> so interesting. Okay, so what have we got in these nachos? Obviously, the nacho chips. Yes, the nacho chips, the mince, which is the popular one in a nacho, the guac, which um, completes the whole um, meal, avocado, and some basically. cheese. Yes, and some cheese. But this avocado has been. Mm. I know it's 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 mm. mixed with some tomato, garlic, olive oil, all the works. Mm. Yeah, to bring more flavor also. Fantastic. Now, this is a very easy thing to make. Yes, very quick to put together. And yet it feels special mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah. What's in here? 
Um, that's a fajita platter. Okay. So you basically assemble it yourself. It's like your do-it-yourself kinda. Okay. Yes. So also, the, uh, I think it was a meal that um, was meant to bring people together. Mm. Like you sit around the table, you're talking, you're chatting. There's a platter, whatever. Just put together what you can and eat and enjoy. No specific recipe, no specific order. Mm. Just whatever your taste buds take you. Did you make this? I did. Oh, so good. <laughs> this is delicious. I did. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mexican food has found a home in South Africa. It has. It has indeed. There's yeah. lots of Mexican yeah. outlets. Yes, there is a lot. A lot. It's, uh, it's I love me some Mexican I love food. Me some Mexican. <laughs> oh, I won't name brands, but there was one that popped up. Same here. Close to the house. <laughs> And I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're like, now I have to walk past. My discipline has to really work. But I think also it's the loading of, you know, they, they just load everything on top and you just dig in and you For just me, keep eating. It's the freshness. It is the freshness, yes. It's not heavy. Mm-mm. Guacamole, salsa. Peppers, divine. yes. Divine. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much, North America. Mm-hmm. Let's move south now. Brazil. Brazil. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I made you guys some rice and beans, which okay. is the um popular um, um traditional meal. So um, it's also in their culinary symbol of their national identity. Okay. Yes. Um. So back in the day, beans was their staple food, and it helped address hunger. In Brazil, historically composed of poor and enslaved people mm. during those days, yeah. Mm. So I think because there was not much access to food and whatever you wanted, beans would generally now beans fill you up mm. if you eat. So you could go for long hours if you have like a whole full plate of beans and rice. So I mean, it's too um, starch and protein. Very heavy protein and yeah. starch, so literally fill you up the whole day. So if you are that person that can only have one meal a day, so that at that time that was the sure. meal for them. Yeah. Sure. Um, also, um, it was symbolically offered in sacred rituals for the, the gods and goddesses. I don't know that much about that, <laughs> but yeah. Is there a difference? I know that there's rice that's more fragrant, there's long grain, there's mm-hmm. white, there's... What's the rice from Brazil? What did you prepare? I just made like white long grain rice, yeah. which they basically make now or eat. Mexico? Nothing specifically. A little bit of spice, a little bit of chili. Very chili, okay. very chili. Mexicans love their chili. The chili, no? Yeah. Brazil? Mm, not so much. Okay. No, not so much. Very yeah, subtle flavors. When you think of Brazil, you think obviously of the football and the culture and the carnival yes, and all of that. Yes. I don't know if I've ever thought of Brazilian food. I've never what also. You are? No. <laughs> we're in samba. We know samba. Oh, yeah, we know samba. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I wish this was television just so we can see. So you can Owen. see what happens here. <laughs> this is the best. All right, brilliant. And then I've got to tell you yes. my absolute favorite. Argentinian barbecue. Argentinian yeah. barbecue, yes, yeah. mine too. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to dig in. It's a very special one, that one. Very similar to our um, braai. Sure. Yes, yes. But obviously theirs comes with a very special sauce, which is called the chimichurri. Okay. Where you mix fresh herbs with some olive oil 
and you just sprinkle of course of course <laughs> thank you Shem. thank you oza getting forks and knives sent to me to from dig everywhere. in yes, absolutely <laughs> all right so tell me about this chimichi chimichurri chimichurri yes it basically completes and brings more flavor to the meat so is that this that's that yes okay it's green um so it's basically mint some parsley oh. Yes, some coriander, very, um, very, very strong, and um, garlic, lemon, olive oil, all chopped and mixed together. So they um, finish off their meat with that sauce, basically. So am I pouring it over? Am I dipping You're it? You're pouring it over or dip whichever way you prefer it. Okay. Yes, all right, but fantastic. that's what um, that's the cherry on top. Am I expecting some bite? Chilies. No, 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 no. No. You expecting um, zesty, fresh. What's zesty? Oh, lemony. Lemon, lemon, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. What's this? Um, that's just some cornbread that we make at work that I just <laughs> that I've just um, added to the plates. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm a I love sauce, mm-hmm. but I like to put the sauce on the side on the of side, things, so you can yes, and I can dip. Mm-hmm. This smells mm-hmm. fantastic. I know because it's fresh, it's fresh herbs. Mint, yeah. I Mint. smell coriander, coriander, mm-hmm. parsley, garlic. I'm very obsessed with coriander. Mm, I know, very mm. nice as well. Yeah, it's that freshness. Quite strong, but it's it brings like so much flavor to a dish. Like it just yes, it makes it taste from nothing to. Hundred, you know, in music and then also in wine, you have bottom notes, top notes, yes, it, yes. So that is it, gives that openness yes, to the flavor. Yes, All right, absolutely. so let's taste an Argentinian braai. Mm-hmm. You know, what's exciting about the world being the way it is, is yeah. say you go to um, a farmer's market mm-hmm. uh, or you go to any sort of event where people sell food, yeah. You will find food from yes. all over the world. Yeah, yes, yes. I have noticed that. Yes. I have. And so the Argentinian outlets, yeah. you know, it's such an experience, these kinds much, of food. Very yeah. much, very much. So you slaved away doing the thing you love, <laughs> yes, but making all of this for us. Mm. What would you say the easiest, most accessible is for somebody who doesn't really cook on a regular basis, but who wants to maybe bring something to an event? Um, it would be the nachos, quite honestly. Oh. Yeah, and the mac and cheese. Yeah, so you're just making your macaroni and then your cheese sauce and then just mix. You're done. Within. Secret to the creaminess of the mac and cheese? Um, cream and flour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. The roux, so yeah. Mm. The sauce, no? This has been so delicious. And um, Thank you so much. The sauce much. is great and I can't wait to get into the salsa. Thank you. I just Thank have to you. eat like a lady because I'm on air. But as soon <laughs> as, as we're done, gloves off. You know, you know. Tell me a little bit more about how Beyond Bread has been doing. Um, as the founder, uh, you know, everything goes up and down in business, as we yes. know. Um, what's been going on? Um, Beyond Bread has been quite hectic, mm. very busy. Very good start to the year. Um, we're growing, which is amazing. Yeah. But um, we have so many stuff that we're doing um, at the moment. we also looking forward to getting students to come and train with us and do their hours. Yes. So that's very exciting. All um, coming up in the near future. What do you mean come and do their hours? What do you mean? Um, 
students from culinary school, if they mm. want, if they want to come and do their training, their practical. Uh, so to be able to complete your course you to, to qualify, to, yes, you, you have, have to, to do, do some, yeah, hours. some hours. I think oh, it's about six hundred hours, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so your so your kitchen is available to that kind of thing. We are available, and yeah. we are getting people reaching out. Okay. So yes, some culinary schools reaching out, which is very exciting. Are you seeing a lot of talent? Um, we haven't had any an intake yet. As yet. Okay, no, I see. but I think they're going to start coming in June. Okay. Yes. And so, what are you hoping to see? What What's the mark of somebody who you you identify as? Yeah, they're going to not only thrive in the business, but mm-hmm. they could even take this to a different level. Um, their passion to um, this type of um, work because mm. it's very hard mm. um, emotionally, physically and mentally. <laughs> so when you start, it shouldn't be about the money because I can tell you now, I've only broke into it late, like eight years later okay. when I got into the business. But um, also your creativity plays a lot into this industry. And focus. You have to, have to, have to bring all your guns out, yeah. your creativity, um, your strengths, yeah. you know, and your zeal, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Out of all of the ingredients, I'm sure you've been familiar with everything, but is there anything that impressed you the most of the North and South American ingredients? Uh, yes, I think it has to be the Mexican. Yes? Yeah, it has to be the Mexican. If you look at all these dishes, there's a there's also a bit of our food in this, you know. So yeah. Did you tell me some history about the Argentinian braai? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I because didn't. I'm wondering, you know, if it's so similar. This is very. This is very much what we would do, That'd right? Be, exactly. The, exactly. The the, the, the meat, the yeah. chicken. The yeah. it's just the variety of like we would have a chakalaka. Yes. We would have, yes. What's that salad with the cabbage and the carrot? The um, coleslaw. A coleslaw, yes, we do that. Yes. And then cornbread, le dombo. Yes, like, yes, We yes. are so much more similar. We are very than we much think. similar. You know, it just goes back um, to how food brings people together as Absolutely. a whole. You yeah, know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, how can we support Beyond Bread? Um, you can order lots of stuff from us. <laughs> How do we find you, my darling P? Um, on Instagram, we are beyond um underscore bread underscore bread. I think beyond bread, yes. Beyond underscore bread, beyond underscore underscore two yes. underscores. Yes, okay, yes. brilliant. Or, yeah, or you can go on our website www dot um kitchen Fantastic. Chef P. Madonko, Beyond Bread founder, bringing us part three of our food series, this time exploring delicacies from the seven continents. And today we were touching on North and South America. Fun to remind me, we've done Australia and we've done Asia so far. Okay, brilliant. So we have Africa next, Mm -hmm. next week, last week. Oh, I wasn't here. Um, oh, I missed Africa. <laughs> Who, who's to say we can't do Africa again? again. Africa's huge. <laughs> Africa's huge. We Africa will do, is indeed we huge. We will do Africa again. Oh, my gosh. But this has been so extraordinary. Thank you very Thank much for being so here with us, Thank you so much for having Chef. me again. Truly appreciate it. 
You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.